0: Have you ever been in the mood to be very productive? You were like, oh, man, I'm going to get so much writing done. I'm excited for this. And then something goes squirrely on you.
1: Productive? <laughs> what is this, this word? I don't, what's the definition? Can you give me the definition and the spelling? Absolutely not. <laughs> some of us, Spencer,
0: get this little tingling sensation in the back of our bodies where, what am I saying? Uh, where we want to do some work. We're creative and imaginative. Nev, 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 tiv, nev, 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 tiv, nev. Can you reset me? My battery's low.
1: No, I don't. Is that like? Is that like sleepy? I like get sleepy a lot.
0: Well, that does go with what I'm about to tell you. Yesterday, I was feeling super productive, and I came downstairs, put my air conditioner on, put some nice background music on, and I was like, "I'm gonna get some writing done." And I fell asleep at 6:30, and I didn't. <laughs> When did you wake up? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Mindy came down and got me, and I got real mad. I was like, I was having a good dream. <laughs> and I like stumbled upstairs. And I don't know. It was like 15 hours later. I woke up for work. I was like, What
1: the fuck happened? It's like, did I write that novel or whatever I was supposed to be doing? I don't even remember. And the worst things, like when you wake up the next day, you're still just tired for some reason. I
0: was exhausted <laughs> all day. It could, I don't, I don't know. It sucked. Yeah, because then you sleep too. That what a dumb. Wait. What a dumb design humans are. It's like, if you get eight hours of sleep, you'll be perfect. But if you get nine or you get seven, you're dead. You'll God. feel like shit. You'll feel g- hot garbage all day and you'll want to die. It's like, great. Um, not everybody's like that. Could be Brian, apparently. He was notorious for only sleeping three to four hours a night and that's all he needed. Man, well. No wonder why he was so productive. But some of us, we uh, need more. I feel like I could sleep just all day.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Like, on the weekend, I'm like, I'm going to get up early and do some stuff. And it's usually 1 o'clock I get out of bed. I'm like, oh, what happened? And it's like this foggy stupor. (laughs) And then I go in the bathroom and piss for 30 minutes straight. (laughs) And then I lay down again, and then there goes another hour. Needless to say, I'm not very productive on the weekend. You might get breakfast by 2. And that sucks, too, because, like, I'm off every weekend. I could get so much writing done. And I never do. I never do. Yeah, last night. Was in the mood, but my couch was uh yeah, comfortable. Yeah. What well, was like that perfect temperature too, where you like you don't need the blanket, but you kind of want <laughs> it. Like you pull it over, and it's it's comforting. It's not warming you up because yeah. it's not that like it's just the right temperature where you don't need it for warmth. You just need it for the softness.
1: It's like being swallowed, yeah. or oh. swa- swaddled, or whatever that is with the babies. It's like being in the womb. Well, that's like um, I can sleep without a blanket. But my preferred method of sleep is to be wrapped in a in a cocoon of blankets and like pillows and just be like you know
0: in, in, in the cold. just we've been on some trips where the room was very frigid. <laughs> <laughs> I think our last trip, the room was what forty two degrees when we
1: left well uh, we just kept turning it down every no, night not not the last one because the last one had we yeah, our convention was, was in the, winter it yeah. was in a blizzard, so. Maybe. That one we had more at a at a uh you know at a normal uh temperature, but the one before that i just like to see how low they can go. <laughs> <laughs> but, those, but those were nice because like that was in the one was in Pittsburgh and it was like super hot that day. And it felt so good in that room.
0: You'd just be like, whoo. You can see your breath. It's was, it was kinda <laughs> nice. The wait staff, but like the, the maids and stuff probably get very very upset because <laughs> yeah. they go and they're like, Jesus! Oh, I don't want to flip these why is everything so cold? Ah! But, life hack, if your room's below 42 degrees, both sides of the pillow are cold. You don't need to flip it over. <laughs> right? But be careful, because if they put those mints on your pillow and you bite into one of them, <laughs> it might break your tooth. <laughs> it's be very cold.
1: Have we ever had mints on pillows any place we went? No,
0: because I always feel bad for the uh, the cleaning staff, so I just put the Do Not Disturb sign on the oh, door. Okay. Because uh Because I wouldn't want to change. Also, I don't want my stuff stolen.
1: Yeah. Because we've been
0: in some sketchy places, yeah. so. Anyway, we got a great episode for you.
1: We do? What's that noise? Is that a blender? Do you hear that? A blender, a whistle, or Jeff Bezos rocket going off? His dick-shaped rocket. <laughs> it's gone now.
0: You got a word from our sponsors? We need sponsors.
1: Did you try to get the sponsors I told you to get? No. No, you didn't tell me we were no sponsors. You, <laughs> you didn't try for badges. No. Damn it. It would have been good for the episode, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Damn it. I was really
0: looking forward to that. We had one sponsor, and uh, I don't remember what the name of it was. It was like a podcast or something, remember? We got 37 cents. Yeah. I I thought we were big time after that. Oh, yeah. Two things I wanted to tell you before we go on uh, hiatus for 13 seconds, or however long the intro music is. Um, One, one of our most, I'm just telling you because it goes the opposite of what this episode's about. One of our most downloaded episodes as of late, with a lot of great feedback, is, you want to guess? How to write with balls? Yeah, they loved it. <laughs> nice. They fucking loved it. is awesome. how to write with balls? Who would have thought? <laughs> Damn it! What I thought was gonna be a sure stinker in this today's climate just it did. Uh, it did. Usher 1998 numbers. Nice. I, I don't know if he was popular in '98. I have no idea. Also, uh, we had uh. I think I might have already told you this. somebody reached out because they really liked our Miracami episode.
1: You you yeah, I mentioned I you. it, but I, you didn't really go into detail about it. And I
0: probably won't now. So, uh stick around. We got a great episode for you in just a minute. Hola, como estas, Spencer? Si. <laughs> this is the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Somalian Stripper Soaker Church. I was going to put super soaker, but then stripper came to mind. And you're soaking them. With what? I don't know. I think we might have actually had Somalian before. But we landed on Mokabishu or something. Some city and I couldn't pronounce it. Uh, so I did not go with that. I went with Somalia. Because I don't know. It would have been like Mocha bishu in, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Now, what are we doing? I already forgot. i going to breathe halfway into the mic. We're offside of the mic. I got diabetes. Apple day keeps the IBS away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, uh, this was written by Mr. Ashley Hatter. I said we should have got him on air to read it in his Nigel Thornberry voice yeah. because that, while we might turn some listeners off after a whole episode of that, I would love to hear it. Did yeah. <laughs> you imagine how long it would take? This one, I might have to, I don't know what I'm going to do with the title of this because I feel like the title is going to make people not want to listen. But they should because it's a good one. Four reasons why dudes should read Jane Austen. I know you're a huge Austenite. Austin 316 yeah. what up oh, yeah. what what <laughs> how about people just did, did that throughout the whole podcast what, what? oh I hated that <laughs> that's when I started like or that's when I was like not watching wrestling anymore is when they started doing the what and John Cena before he was bam, 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 when he was the <laughs> rapping thug guy and it wasn't for me this article's five minutes long we got five minutes to read maybe and by five minutes, I mean thirty minutes, because that's how long it takes to read it. It's just five minutes. This is on the website. Just as a heads up, no. As far as the publishing of this article goes, I haven't even finished a fucking Jane Austen novel. <laughs> oh, great start! <laughs> this was published in uh, October 2020, so it's been a while since I read this. <laughs> He's not read a fucking Jane Austen. <laughs> Good job, Ash. <Ashton. laughs> <laughs> episode over.
1: Um. <laughs> Okay, so he hasn't... We should, we should really check these before we start <laughs> the episode. No, then that makes it not as fun.
0: So he hasn't read one. But I am reading one, and yes, it is the iconic, the all-encompassing, the masterpiece that allowed Colin Firth... Sorry, ladies, my lady prefers the BBC version of Nightly Incarnation.
1: There's a joke there. I won't go out of it because of respect.
0: Yes. Um. To achieve one of his most heartthrob-inducing roles outside of the King's Speech. It just reminds me of this, uh... Mm, what do you call those? A reel? Uh, there's this comedian lady I follow now. She has some funny reels, but one of the ones was uh, it was her and like her boyfriend or something, and she was like, "Oh, can we watch Love Actually tonight?" And he asked her who's in it, and she's like, "Uh, Hugh Grant," says a couple other names, and she's like, "Uh, Colin Firth," and she says his <laughs> name's like what? And he's like Colin Firth. And apparently that's how you have to say his name. It's really fucking stupid. I don't know why, but that tickled my funny bone. I said, "What's happening?" like that. Matt Damon! Matt Damon! Um, I hope Ashley doesn't listen to this episode. He might not be too happy <laughs> we're reading this article. I am currently reading and have not finished Pride and Prejudice by the Belle herself, Jane Austen. A quick question my wife asks me every 20 pages or so, but I'm assuming you're wondering as well. Are you enjoying it? Before we go on to why he thinks, because from what I remember, he did enjoy the book. I've never had any interest in reading any of those.
1: That, are those bigger? Probably.
0: Like... Uh, the subject matter is what turns me off. I just don't care about, like... Cause th- I feel like this is like like the classic romance or romance comedy genre before that was a thing. Like, And I mean classic, I mean classic as in Victorian yeah. age. All right. So anyway, she asks, are you enjoying it? And he says, and my answer, if I want to increase my chances of sex that night, <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> and I'd like even more to watch the BBC version with you. You sure you don't want to make that joke? <sighs> All right. It was right there. It is. It is. All right. You don't like the British Broadcasting Channel. (laughs) But my answer, if I respect my wife and don't want to pander to the masculine needs of procreation, yes, honey, and I'd like to even more to watch the BBC version with you. You see what I did there? It was a trick question. But in all seriousness, I have to say that while I'm not fawning over it, I am enjoying it. Now comes the part where I try to describe you motherfucker with your clickety clacks sorry you know how loud that pop is where was i now comes the part where i try to describe what that means before i jump into the waters of trying to explain why dudes should read jane austen i'll keep this short when i say enjoying what i mean is that i am both appreciating the style of writing the author is employing and finding amusement in the subject matter that they are focusing on is it possible to do one or the other in total isolation absolutely but this is not the article to discuss the matter. He's that. He's a man of great character. And by great character, I mean he is very stern in his beliefs.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: This small page exists to help the wonderfully well-read and cultured ladies out there convince their heathenistic, mongoloid male counterparts that reading Jane Austen is not only a worthy endeavor sure to shore up the sex life, but also a means of refining their own taste and appreciation for the finery of the English language arts. Well, Ashley just called me a mongoloid. That makes me happy.
1: I mean, it's not like he's too far off.
0: No. I couldn't say this with all sincerity, though. If I was like, Mindy, I'm reading Jane Austen. Who gives a fuck? Yes,
1: you wouldn't care.
0: No, I would not get more sex from that. I'd probably get less sex if I was like,
1: What are you you doing tonight? No,
0: no, no. reading Jane Austen. Wait till I'm done. She'd be like,
1: who the fuck's Jane Austen? Who (laughs) is that, hussy?
0: And why are you talking about her in this house?
1: Why are you reading her
0: book? Why are you reading my book?
1: You don't have a book. It don't matter.
0: I feel like if she wrote a book, she'd probably just immediately win the Pulitzer Prize for some reason. Because that's just how life works. Yeah. Number four, Jane Austen helps you speak gooder. There is no getting around the fact that the characters in Jane Austen's novels are some of the most irritatingly well-spoken individuals to have existed within the confines of fictional literature. It's so posh, so proper, that it makes you want to punch a wall or hold your bow out to the nearest brute mean, mean mugging you an ass, pre-sir, may I have some, oh god damn it Ash, He went fucking, uh, you know what, He went posh, He went posh, let me do it again, Take five. Uh, I don't want to edit this. <laughs> it's so posh, so proper, that it makes you want to punch a wall or hold your bull out to the nearest brute mean mugging you and ask, pre sir, may I have some more? British people don't speak like that. They don't say hiv. They say av no h. You know what always irritates me about British people, at least the stereotypes? You know they say hello. They say hello. They always get rid of that h. Yeah. But when they say herb, they say herb. <laughs> Why you got to put the h there? Why are you pronouncing the one h you're not supposed to pronounce, but all the other ones you don't. You leave them off. Oh, oh, Hank Hill. What the fuck? I don't know, but I want to read that better, more. I want to read that now. Fucking hold on. I got. It's what it's flipping. It's flapping. It's flipping. It's flapping.
1: This podcast out of control. <laughs> yeah, they
0: can't all be winners. Even Poe, with all of his well-educated heroes and villains, lacks in the realm of verbal propensity. Austin is the queen of the verbal playground, both in pacing and vocabulary, and a smart man would do well to learn the subtle and influential arts of proper oration
1: to impress his lady. But, but do you really need that now for your writing? Because unless if you're writing a story like that... I don't think anybody wants you to have a big words yeah too. okay i mean because like say even if you wrote a story now taking place over in europe or, or you know england or whatever they don't talk like that now that to me is an excuse to why not to read the book the, the language yeah the lines like you know just the, the prim proper just the naughty toady of it all just, like you know what i mean just it's not my bag baby not my bag
0: I think that's a big reason why ladies like reading Jane Austen, though, because they enjoy the language. Mm. Or maybe, as he said, intellectually superior, well-educated, non-mongoloids.
1: I think they like... We're mm -hmm. mongoloids,
0: Spencer. Just admit it.
1: Oh, I'm not denying that fact. I think maybe the reason that girls like it is because they... Aren't they normally a a woman-focused book? You know, like, stories? Isn't a lot of her stuff, like, you know, like, lead character females and stuff like that? So they probably enjoy that because, you know, they see themselves in that character more. Kind of like how all the white guys get mad whenever they change their characters into females. But they get mad because it's not their character anymore. You
0: want to continue?
1: I'm just saying. Yeah, just to see, you
0: know, how far of a... I don't think... How down and low you can get with this.
1: I don't think I dug
0: a hole. You bitches like Jane Austen because it makes you think you're going to get married. But guess what? Nobody likes you. Because you're homely.
1: <laughs>
0: That's hard. I feel like if you called a woman homely, that would be worse than like saying, you whore, you slut. Like if you just called her homely, like, oh, oh God. Like they'll go home and have a long look in the mirror. and like, if without makeup, am I homely? Like they're just, I thought I was a natural beauty. Number three, the posh life is where it's at. Please, for the sake of my rum brain, excuse the improperly placed prepositional phrase at the end of the bolden sentence let's focus on the grit the meat and bones as it were of that sentiment is the posh life as i put it really where your lady wants to be of course it is no matter the verbal cues jabs at high society or the sneering at celebutants that's a word i never read it seems that most members of the fair and most attractive sex would like to fit into the realm of the posh of the well-to-do's and fancy few and when you really think about it as a guy why shouldn't you want your lady to be a part of that lifestyle I don't want to be a part of that because that would be irritating. Yeah, right? I want a girl that ain't afraid to get down in the mud. She ain't raiding nowhere to be be the, the deep, the flap, of the jab.
1: But I don't need her to be wearing gloves up to her elbows, like. That's ridiculous.
0: Could be kind of hot. <laughs> like, what was it, like, this, um, soft velvet gloves? or nah, Chafing I- cracked leather gloves? <laughs> <laughs> or rough sandpapery Mechanic gloves or thermo insulated. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. My brain is not here today. I'm very surprised I'm able to even read some of these words he put in this article. Like the yeah. word celebiaton. I never read that and said it out loud at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird looking word. It should be celebiantes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. If I say if I read this article when I or any article for that matter when I, we first started the podcast I. Would have been a real dunderhead. My, uh, that would have been a mush mouth. I I wouldn't know how. Even though I'm still not very well, uh, with my aura rating skills, I feel like I've gotten better. And it makes her feel elegant. It makes her feel fancy and like a goddess on earth, which every woman is, if we're honest. Mm, Yeah. I don't think he lives around a lot of crack whores. Yeah. For the sake of argument, we'll say every woman's a goddess in her own way. Her own beautiful way. This is not going to get us any fans.
1: <laughs> I think this is going to be the opposite of what you planned this episode to do. We're writing
0: with no balls. And if you're a secure guy, you're going to want that for her, too. And the best way for a guy to feel secure, aside from working out regularly, is to speak and know about posh topics. Read some Austen and lay down some Austen's ins- awesome insights into the upper class of British society. It's sure to impress I don't know who Ashley is hanging out with. Yeah, right? Because I know if I bring up some posh British high society in my conversation, and no matter who it is yeah. in my area, they're all going to look at me like
1: I'm something wrong with it. they like, who? What? What are, what are you talking about? I'm wondering. They're like, posh. You mean like the Spice School?
0: <laughs> I don't. Kinda. I just feel like he's been hanging out with more educated folks than us. Or, uh... Maybe his wife's just really smart. My wife does not read Jane Austen. Number two. Dude, there's like literally soldiers and badasses in here. Well, this might speak to you, Spencer. There's soldiers and badasses. Different. Doesn't mean You can be a soldier. That doesn't mean you're a badass. Yeah. And you can be a badass, but you might not be a soldier. But you could also be both. No, I'm not kidding. There are dudes in here that would put you to shame if you were to compare how bad you suck at defending your lady's honor. Like... These guys are willing to murder and maim other guys for anyone saying the wrong thing to their woman or even looking at her wrong. And what is it you are going to do? Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Stock Did you know I just started to go into it? Like I was like, what, what are you gonna do? Like I just put my Sorry, macho I, man. I saw the hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just got me revved up. Um I'm gonna reread that as Macho Man, by the way. <laughs> Let me finish this. Stalk the other guy on Facebook and post how big of a loser he is? Wow, how manly. Now, I gotta read that like, Macho Man. That is like...
1: (laughs) You should have been doing this whole episode as Macho Man.
0: (laughs) Like, these guys are willing to murder and maim other guys for anyone saying the wrong thing to their woman, brother. Or even looking at her wrong. And what is it you're gonna do, brother? Stalk the other guy on Facebook? Eh? And post about how big of a loser he is, huh? What a jabroni he is, brother. That hurts. I started losing it there.
1: Was Jabroni you or was Jabroni
0: in the in the article? I'm the Jabroni for trying to do that. That's why I didn't do the whole episode like that. So anyway, yeah, they did defend a woman's honor, and uh, most guys
1: now don't even uh, want to get the car door for their lady. Though sometimes, you you nowadays, you try to defend a woman's honor, and they get pissed at you sometimes. Mm,
0: they say Chivalry's dead, and they say the woman killed it.
1: I didn't say that, but Spencer said <laughs> the only
0: reason that you can't hold a door for a woman is because feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Send all angry letters to Spencer at Boner nine six nine forty nine at come dot org.
1: That's probably an actual email. No. Uh,
0: So while you act like a total cuck on the interwebs, attempting to defend your lady's honor, the guys in Austin's novel, gallivanting around with freakish badass military records and swords strapped to their muscular thighs, are threatening to cut a bastard's face off for even sneezing in the direction of his lover. If that's not enough to light a fire under yo ass, to start some shit on behalf of your lady, I don't know why he put the yo ass in there.
1: (laughs) Very (laughs) not, very not biased.
0: (laughs) It's throwing me off. If that's, not enough, if that's not enough to light a fire under your ass to start some shit on behalf of your lady, then you don't deserve that, princess boy. Why do you write it like that? <laughs> go, back, go back to passive-aggressive tweeting while the Mrs. Darcy of the world stab a dick in the face and write <laughs> off with your lady in the glorious golden sunset. I'm going to have to text him when this episode comes out. I'm like, man, what did you do to me? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta read daddy Go back to passive-aggressive tweeting While the Mr. Darcy's of the world Stab a dick in the face And ride off with your lady Into a glorious golden sunset So would you stab
1: yeah. somebody in the face with your dick? Or is your dick getting stabbed With somebody's face? It doesn't matter Mr. Darcy's getting your lady Is what he's saying
0: Oh, And I got a nice picture of a couple Riding off with the sunset on a horsey's <laughs> Oh. number one drama ain't just for yo mama what was he fucking <laughs> that way <wait>, what <laughs> i feel like he was watching something about like the royal wedding or something when this was going on and then like switched to fucking i don't know like some old wb shows like the Wiggins brothers or the parkers or something so drama ain't just for yo mama Yes, there is drama in the Austin novels. Yes, there is relationship tension that seems to never end. And yes, there seems to always be that whiny B-word of a potential mother-in-law that won't quit being irritatingly crass in public settings. Seriously, Mr. Bennett, what made you marry that harpy? Ooh, harpy's another one. You call a woman a harpy. If she knows what it is, she's going <laughs> to yeah, be she's offended.
1: Gonna be, she's going to be upset about it.
0: I'm thinking she was a freaking total babe, and he wasn't too proud to pass that up. Ooh, yeah. But dudes, you can't tell me your own lives aren't filled with equivalence of... A- <coughs> My throat hurts from Macho man. And- <laughs> <laughs> that to riled up here. <laughs> In Jane Austen episode. <laughs> but dudes, you can't tell me your own lives aren't filled with equivalents to that sort of thing. Replace relationship tension with drama within NFL drafts. Workplace shenanigans where your manager fucks you over for a promotion. Or the latest Call of Duty bullshit involving in-game microtransactions for shitty cosmetics and dumbass gear improvements that don't do shit for your profile and make it impossible for you to effectively... Prestige oh my god.
1: He hates Call of Duty, I think. But like all those things women also do. They get they get mad at their managers, they can play Call of Duty and they can do fancy football.
0: Yeah, that's so what he's comparing man's oh. things to, to ladies in the novel. That's why you should like the novel because you can relate. Mm. do you hear what I was saying? No. I kinda
1: I kinda, kinda stopped after the kid <laughs> seven you dick in the face. You're still stuck on the Mr. Darcy's <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you can handle all the drama in those things, then the drama within an Austen novel is something you can totally handle. Crappy families, poor life choices, dark past coming back to haunt you. It's like a Batman comic, but with British accents and more lace. You've got this. I got fucking British Batman, by the way. That's a good picture choice. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Knight and Squire. Yep. Chips. That's
0: why I had new things. Fucking jerk. Why don't you know Jane Austen, huh?
1: You don't know high society stuff, but you know fucking Batman.
0: I do know the Batmans different places. In summation, for the dudes out there who've made it this far, please don't discount Jane Austen or her works. The lady was a total literary beast who put the smack down on so many other authors it'll make blood pour out of every pore in your face hole. This kind of reads like my overly manly How to Write with Balls episode. Kind of. She's a master writer who deserves to be read by a varied audience, both in experience and taste. Yes, she's known as the godmother of the romance genre, and yes, that seems to detract men from approaching her works. But why should it? We're all creatures of passion, after all. And if the wooing of women and the art of seduction aren't worthwhile ventures in a man's life, then there might be something else going on that needs adjusting. So dudes, read Jane Austen. Learn the works and be able to quote iconic lines. Then sit down to watch the movies with your lady, and watch her swoon as you whisper in her ear, the books are better. So, what do you think? Make you want to read Jane Austen? No. Not even the Mr. Dar- Darcy stabbing with the dick. Dick stabbing. If yeah. there was a scene where he stabbed her in the face with his dick. Whoa. Well, on horseback.
1: That, be- yeah. I mean, I'd probably just try to, slip, like, you know, just try to find that scene. an uncultured fucking heathen. I am. I am. It's just I'm not interested in the subject matter. Or just even any anything that old. Because, like, when when was that written? Like Around the time H.G. Wells was alive. I oh, think. really? I thought it was older than I thought it was, um... I thought it was a little bit before that stuff.
0: You sexist.
1: Let me look up Jane Austen.
0: Jane Austen. Okay, you were right. eighteen or 1775 to
1: 1817 was her lifespan.
0: So, so.
1: it was earlier than H.G. Wells. <laughs> <sighs> no, I wouldn't say, well, because like, you bring that up, like, that's probably about the farthest back. Other than, like, I read, like, Beowulf in high school. Why don't you read The Odyssey? I thought about that. No, I'm going to give you a list
0: real quick of what okay. you're going to read in order starting tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay. You're going to read
0: The Epic of Gilgamesh. All right. I believe that's the oldest. The Iliad, The Odyssey. And aren't
1: those all just kind of like the same thing?
0: Shut up. Oh, no, they're totally different. One's Greek, one's Roman. I don't know. You got to read The Divine Comedy as well. That's poems, isn't it? It's all poems. That's all they wrote back then. Oh. It was all... None of those were written when they were made. They were just passed down orally. Yeah through the generations until some guys like I'm going to make some money off of this and yeah. I'm going to fucking hand carve this into a stone or whatever they did and uh yeah so which one of those would you want to read the most
1: um I always kind of been interested in uh, uh like the odyssey or uh like a lot of those like um Greek Roman um things I remember yeah a few years ago like um History Channel had, like, they had, like, a mini special, like, they had, like, eight or nine episodes, and, like, one episode was, like, the Odyssey, the other one was, like, the, um, uh, what's the guy that's half person, half bull in the main Centaur? Yeah, like that. Or is he a minotaur? Minotaur. What's the
0: difference between a centaur and a minotaur?
1: I think, isn't the cent, min, one of them's the, uh, bull head and stuff like that. The one's a horse or something? Yeah, I think the other one's, like, person top and horse bottom. The Minotaur's the bull one. I'm pretty sure, yes. But <clears throat> well, yeah, I've always been kind of interested in those kind of things. I've just never, you know, other than watching, like, maybe some, like, documentaries or anything about it, I haven't actually read the...
0: I would like if, like, a Neil Gaiman yeah. would, would write it. Like, do his version of the Odyssey or, you know, any of those. Because I think that would be a little more palatable because i have really be in the mood to read, like, you know, that... Epic poem
1: type of style, and even then, I'm usually like, I get burnt out real quick. Uh, go back now, to- now, those set up po- those poems like they're not like set up how like poems today are set up, are they? I don't think so. Like with like rhyming and things being like, like you know what I mean. Well,
0: with the translation, they couldn't be. So I don't know. We'll check after this podcast is over because that's we're smart guys. We'll be sitting here reading the Divine Comedy together in a huddle because they're not fucking Jane Austen because they're fancy. Let's go back to Jane Austen for a minute. Not. Shut up, Smithers. Going back to Jane Austen. Um, some of her notable works. Pride and Prejudice. Sense and Sensibility. Persuasion. Mansfield Park. Maybe <laughs> I would like that one. Closter Northanger. Emma. Sedition and the Watsons. And that's all I'm going to go on the list, so. Pride and Prejudice. But would you at least try Pride and Prejudice and Zombies?
1: Ooh, maybe. 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 Well, and like, I'm not trying to take anything away from a worker or anything. It's just one of those
0: I'm the same as you, the subject matter never enticed me. Yeah. For the same reason I haven't been I haven't gotten around to reading Anna Karenina. I don't care about the aristocrats, you know. You're right? I don't care about princesses and high society and ri- even ter- like Dickens. I have a problem with the times when it gets to, like, the rich people stuff, because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, the poor class, yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> the rich the rich high society folks, I, I don't, I ain't with that
1: too much. Es- especially from things written back from that actual time period. I think, like, if a modern writer would tell a story back in that time period now, I think... Just because of the writing styles, I would maybe be able to get into it, like, a little bit easier, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think that's... Uh, and isn't she also, like, on those kind of, like, longer books, too? Probably. I would imagine. At yeah. least, like, Pride and Prejudice, isn't that a pretty decent sized? It is... It, Pride and Prejudice. It, oh, come on.
0: Come on, guys. Yeah. Just tell me the page count.
1: But she probably would have been, like, one of the first, like, big famous writers, right? Female writers. I think so. Or just writers in general. The writers weren't really... It was hard to become a famous writer back
0: then, like in the 17... To, like, late 17, early 1800s. Just getting your work around. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice is... No, it's not two hours and 15 minutes. That's the fucking movie. <laughs> that This is the world we live in. Novel. Let me see the novel. Page count. let just go to Goodreads. It is... Oh my god, I don't care how many words it is. You know what, Spencer? It's 408 pages. Oh, uh, that's not too bad. <laughs> nah, no, it's not. So, folks, if you want to read Pride and Prejudice and let us know how it is, yeah, you can reach us at Drunk Pen Writing on Twitter, Drunk Pen Writing on Instagram and Facebook, or you go to DrunkPenWriting.com. We have a contact form, and we still have fiction on there that they can read, right? Like stories?
1: uh they're not gonna be posh oh, no and they're gonna be older there's nothing really new but not that. that old
0: compared to jane austen
1: no 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 just our older, our older work
0: well i've had like a something on there like a couple weeks ago
1: well, fuck you then
0: some of us write.
1: fuck you guy fuck you buddy not your buddy friend i'm not your friend guy <laughs> um instead of doing that for eight hours <laughs> we'll just end the episode
0: uh, thank you for listening, and we hope you uh, enjoyed this. And also, right with balls, right with Ball and uh, vaginas. I wanted to scream it, but my throat hurts after macho manning. <laughs> that was rough. Uh, see you later. Adios, muchachos. <laughs>